Welcome to the Happy Healthy Mom podcast, the podcast that's all about empowering you to be the wellness CEO for yourself and your family. I'm Bree, the wife, mom, registered nurse, and certified health coach who is passionate about helping you gain the knowledge, tools, and support you need to feel empowered and in control of the health and wellness of yourself and your loved ones. Get ready to trust your instincts, take charge of your wellness because you know what's best. The information in this podcast is not intended to heal, treat, or cure. It's not intended as medical advice or to replace an individual relationship with a qualified healthcare professional. Please continue visiting with and being treated by your primary care physician or healthcare provider. Welcome back to the Happy Healthy Mom podcast. I'm super excited for today's episode. We're going to be talking about 10 daily habits that you can start to practice today in order to gain more energy starting today. (laughs) So um, I have talked in previous podcast episodes before about how I used to feel tired all the time. All the time, would wake up tired, go to bed tired, drag through the day. I used to think that those people who had energy were like the lucky ones. They must have the best genes or know some secret I don't know or simply are faking it. The energetic people were like unicorns to me. They were made up, magical creatures. I felt that way because I guess I was a little envious. You know, I was tired all the time and I just wish to have even a little bit of energy. And it seemed that no matter what I did or didn't do, I woke up ready to go back to bed and I would just do what I needed to do to get through my day Um, all the while counting down the hours until I could go back to bed. And honestly, this lack of energy went on for decades. And I never sought help from a medical professional because low energy just seems to affect so many of us. Not to mention that I am a medical professional. I've been a registered nurse since 2009. And so many of my coworkers, you know, would still all complain about being tired as well. So kind of didn't see the point of um, seeking help from a medical professional who was also tired. (laughs) Then when when I became a mom, I began to blame my lack of energy as well as crankiness and other things on mom brain. But, you know, again, in episode 17, I go through the difference of mom brain versus brain fog, which is what I was suffering with for a really long time. And then after I began making simple swaps to my daily lifestyle choices years ago, I began to notice that I actually had energy. There was no more 3 p.m. slump. I woke up feeling rested and I didn't quote unquote need coffee or sugar to help me make it through the day anymore. It was awesome. It still is awesome. You know, I look back on those days and just wouldn't wish that on anybody and I will do whatever it takes to never feel that way again. Um, So if you can relate to feeling so tired all day, no matter what you do, know that those of us with energy are not made up mythical creatures and you can definitely have more energy too. So low energy, fatigue, tired AF, whatever you call it is a symptom. It's your body's way of telling you that something just isn't going right inside. And it's most likely because of 
something that you're doing to your own body that is causing your fatigue. So like I said, today I'm going to share some things that you can start to do today to feel more energy today. (laughs) These are tips and tools that I give my clients as I'm working with them to bust through their brain fog. So please keep in mind that I'm definitely not suggesting that you start all 10 of these things today. That might be a little overwhelming. And then when we get overwhelmed in making lifestyle changes, um, they end up kind of falling to the wayside when we get overwhelmed or, you know, stressed out by doing all these things at one time. So, you know, pick one or two that stands out to you and just start there take baby steps is really the best way to develop lasting habits without feeling that overwhelm. So pick one or two, practice those for a while until they're really just habits, like things you don't even have to think about anymore, and then move on to one or two more. So here are 10 tips and tools to boost your energy. So the first one is to use essential oils. Essential oils are amazing. And I personally cannot imagine my life without them. I consider them an essential tool. (laughs) See what I did there? Essential oils, essential tool. (laughs) But I do really consider them an essential tool in my wellness toolbox. These are so easy to use every day because they help improve so many areas of our life. Not only our energy, but They help improve our mood, our overall health, our immune system. They help us detox and sleep better, balance our hormones, et cetera, et cetera. So if you find essential oils overwhelming or are intimidated um, by them and therefore don't use them, I have lots of resources for you. Um, Like episode six of this podcast, I talk about the most important thing you need to know about the brand of essential oils that you're using. I also have lots of posts on my website, um, like topics where I share how to use them safely and effectively. Um, and then I also actually have a free checklist that you can get that it has oils specifically for improving your energy, mood, sleep, and memory. So I will link to all those resources in the show notes. The second one is to journal. I used to think journaling was too woo-woo or weird, nerdy, whatever (laughs) for me. Plus, I felt like I would have no idea what to even journal about. Then one day, I really just picked up a journal and started, and I was amazed at the stuff that came out. This is something I now encourage encourage all my clients to do um, in order to help them break through certain beliefs and fears that are holding them back from achieving their wellness goals. Um, Also, I encourage my clients to journal what they're eating and drinking and how they're feeling, how they're sleeping every day, because this is one of the very first steps that I think is really important to start connecting the dots to what is causing your symptoms, what is making you not feel well. Um, And then also just how your body, you know, is reacting to it starting to listen to our body again. So many of us have gotten so far away from listening to our own body because we've been told to listen to people that have gone to school and, you know, have a degree um, that we don't listen to ourselves anymore, but our bodies are constantly communicating with us. So start to journal and you don't need a fancy expensive journal. I mean, I got a really cute notebook for $4 at 
like big lots or something. So it doesn't have to be expensive. And I find it's easiest for me to journal at night right before I go to bed, but you can definitely play around with what time is best for you. This episode is brought to you by my free guide of 101 non-toxic household items. Yep, 101. I counted and recounted. It's so important to do the work to reduce the amount of toxins we're exposed to because toxins are everywhere. Some research suggests that the air in our homes is more toxic than the air outside due to toxins. So instead of spending years researching and testing different products, click the link in the show notes to snag this free guide. You know I love to make things easy for you, so I've done all the work for you. This guide has non-toxic options for makeup, skincare, cleaning products, furniture, food, cookware, food storage, and more. Again, the link to get your free guide with 101 non-toxic household items is in the show notes of this podcast episode. You can also DM me on Instagram at hippydippymom for the link or any questions. Let's get back to the episode. Daily habit number three, and again, these are in no particular order. Just pick one that seems easiest to you or resonates with you the most and start there. But number three on my list is to eat clean. So I have to throw this one in because I consider clean eating to be a very foundational, healthy practice. Um, Food's only purpose is to give our body what it needs to function properly. And, you know, if we're not eating the foods that our body needs, then, you know, not much else that we do is going to make that big of a difference. We have to be getting the essential nutrients in order for ourselves to just even function at that basic level that they're supposed to. Um, So I like to think of healthy living in like that pyramid shape and eating clean, eating the right foods is really that biggest bottom, like I said, foundational chunk. So I have a post about clean eating that I'll link to because, you know, some people, myself included, I was very overwhelmed with having to change what I was eating because I was not eating good foods at all for most of my life. Um, So it was just overwhelming to me. So, you know, part of my purpose as a health coach is just to make things as easy as possible for you. Um, So again, you know, I just want to break things down. And so I will link to that clean eating post um, just to make it a little simpler for you. Number four is to laugh. So laughing is so good for us. We get a rush of all the good hormones. It helps us build a great bond with the people we're laughing with. And it just feels good. Yet so many people don't laugh enough. We're too caught up in the negativity of media and social media or we're anxious. We worry a lot. My brain used to be in such a fog that I would completely miss moments that were funny. So being present when you're with others and letting go of stress and all the things on your to-do list and just make it a priority to laugh more. This next one might sound a little bit weird, but it is one of my favorite things to do every now and then. And that's just to look up. (laughs) Um... It's so simple and like I said, might sound a little bit weird, but you know, I I started doing it because one day I noticed that I looked down a lot. I looked down at my phone. I looked down when I walked. 
I looked down to avoid eye contact with others. And that day I just stopped where I was and looked up. And what I noticed was the beauty that was above me, the sky and the trees and clouds. And I was able to pay attention to my breathing and intentionally began taking deeper breaths. And I very quickly felt lighter and my mood improved significantly. I also started looking people in the eye and smiling. But now I noticed that a lot of others look down to avoid contact, eye contact like I used to. So just take a moment today. I really like to do it outside um, and just stop and look up at the sky. Number six is do something just for you. As moms and women, we're constantly giving to others and doing for others, but we need to be sure to take the time to do something nice for ourselves. That could be a walk around the block, reading your favorite book for five to 10 minutes, getting a massage, having lunch with a good friend, taking up a hobby. This is so important because it gives us the fuel we need to keep giving and doing for others. I had a guest on the podcast, uh, Maria, from Holistically Grace a couple episodes back, and she talked about self-care and how we're just making that even more complicated than it needs to be, and she gave some really simple ideas for self-care, so head back and listen to that episode as well. Um, Number seven is to take good quality supplements. Now, before you start changing supplements or adding things into your regimen, be sure that you speak with your healthcare provider, um, but also be sure to take them research because, um, you know, it's just not included in our curriculum, the supplements and what makes good quality versus not good quality, etc. So today supplements are actually really necessary Um, because the food we're eating lacks essential nutrients due to poor farming technique. Um, So I will link to an article that I found, um, which shares a study that was done over 50 years ago, which which showed a steady decline in nutrients in our produce. So, you know, today in 2019, we would have to eat... I don't remember the exact number, but let's say maybe 10 apples to equal the nutrients that used to be in one apple um, that our grandparents or great grandparents used to eat. So kind of sad stuff, but, you know, unfortunately we have to supplement. Um, And unfortunately, most of the supplements on the market today are not real. They're full of synthetic chemicals and harmful fillers, artificial flavor and color, and even a lot of sugar. So the key is to look for a supplement that has food listed in the ingredients. And I will link to some of my favorite supplements in the show notes. Um, But look for food. And number eight is to have fun. So kind of goes with the laughing tip. But, you know, there are way too many things we stress over and worry about. So be intentional about doing something fun each day. And it doesn't have to be something that takes a lot of time. It doesn't have to cost a lot of money but just make sure you fit some fun in. Number nine is to avoid fragrance. We're exposed to so many toxins these days, which wreak havoc on our health. There can be upwards of thousands of chemicals in everyday products that we're using on ourselves and our kids. So 
To make avoiding toxins easy, I always suggest to avoid all fragrance. And what I mean by that is start looking at the ingredients on every everything you use, cleaning products, skincare products, makeup, candles, etc., etc., etc. And if you see the word fragrance on it, don't use it. <laughs> Even if you know the label or the company claims to be all natural or organic or holistic, fragrance means that it's chemical no matter what. Um, Chemicals and fragrance are known to disrupt our hormones, contribute to weight gain and cancer, cause skin issues, and more. So I also will link to a, it's like a three-minute video that EWG put out where they said that just with that one word, fragrance, that could mean that there are upwards or about 4,000 chemicals in that product just from that one ingredient. Um, So I will link to that. And the last tip I have for you today is to watch your sugar intake. (laughs) Oh, sugar. It's so yummy, but it's everywhere and it's so bad for us. Consuming too much sugar contributes to chronic inflammation, hormone imbalance, mood swings, behavioral issues, weight gain, growth of cancer, and more and more and more. Now, the maximum RDA, which is the recommended daily amount of sugar, for kids is 11 grams. Um, kids is kind of hard because that covers like two years old to 17 years old. So reduce that number for younger, smaller kids. And then the older, bigger kids can increase their amount to be closer to the adult amount. Um, for an adult woman is 25 grams and adult men is 36 grams in a day. So that's added sugar. Um, basically everything but fruit. <laughs> So even juice, honey, syrup, um, you know, organic sugar, raw sugar, those things are all added sugar. So look at the labels of the foods you're eating, drinks you're drinking, and you may be shocked. I was. I was so shocked when I first um, began to add up how much sugar I was consuming in a day. And I, to me, 25 grams in a day sounded like a lot, but I mean, I was probably getting four to five times that amount. And really it's once I realized that it was no wonder that I never felt very good. So trying to get our sugar habit under control when we have sugar cravings can be really difficult. It's like the cravings just take over our brain and willpower So I do have a worksheet that I created to help you kick your sugar habit, and I'll link to that as well in the show notes. Um, The last two tips, the fragrance and the watching your sugar intake, will actually take a little bit of time to take effect. Um, And if you tend to overconsume sugar currently, know that you'll actually feel worse for about a week after you reduce your intake. Um, That's just because, you know, we do get addicted to sugar. So we are having withdrawal symptoms once we, once we reduce our intake and our body is detoxing from it. But then after that week, you're going to feel better than you felt in a very long time. So it's just a week that you have to get through it. And then there is that light at the end of the tunnel. (laughs) So I hope this list shows you that healthy living is not difficult or boring. You know, with the sugar, I will never tell you that you can't ever have sugar. I still have sugar. We just need to probably reduce it a little bit. So which of these do you already implement? Which new tip will be the one you start to practice? 
let me know by sending me a DM at Hippie Dippy Mom or taking a screenshot, sharing this, and tagging me again at Hippie Dippy Mom. So remember, as we know better, we do better. Take care.